1: You're listening to The Hammer and Nigel Show. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer right over there. More on the uh, local mayoral election here in Indianapolis in just a moment. But uh, the big mad orange man, Donald Trump, is very upset. Lashing out at his former chief of staff. Remember Mark Meadows? Oh, yeah. Mark Meadows was just granted immunity. A lot of of people in this uh, election... um, Oh, you know this this uh, criminal case f- for efforts to overturn the 2020 election uh, making plea deals Jenna Ellis uh, these lawyers down in Georgia right um, now Mark Meadows who again former chief of staff was granted immunity in exchange for his cooperation in this in this case against Trump and his efforts to you know I, I call it questioning the 2020 election. Right, They're calling it effort, efforts to overturn the election.
0: What's interesting to me is that the prosecution in the state of Georgia, they filed charges against all of these people. You cannot be trusted with these people. These people are liars. They tried to overthrow an election. We're charging them with racketeering. You cannot believe a word they say until we give them a plea deal, and then you have to listen to every word they say as they turn on Donald Trump. It's
1: like Sidney Powell was one of the lawyers down there that was like one of the architects of the stop the steal mantra. And depending on how much access she had to Donald Trump and the inner circle there and what was going on, I don't know, it could be trouble for Trump. Or then again, it might not mean anything for Donald Trump. We don't know just because these people are cutting plea deals. Right. Here, let me... Donald Trump has responded to Mark Meadows, his former chief of staff, um, on True Social. And here to read that response is Alvin. Get oh, up there, little there he is. Alvin there from he is. Uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Here to read Donald Trump's response
0: think mark meadows would lie about the rigged and stolen presidential
1: election merely for getting immunity against deranged prosecutor jack smith (laughs) but when you really think about it after being hounded like a dog for three years told you'll be going to jail for the rest of your life your money and your family will be forever gone and we're not at all interested in exposing those that did the rigging if you say bad things about that terrible Donald J. Trump, we won't put you in prison. And perhaps we may very well erect a statue of you in the middle of our decaying and very violent capital, Washington, D.C. There he is. Donald Trump saying Mark Meadows might even get a statue erected of him there
0: in the middle of D.C. I mean, Marion Barry's <laughs> got you. a statue. Yeah, right. They put up a statue of their crack-smoking mayor. <laughs> he got re-elected. He got busted smoking crack as the mayor and then went to jail for a little bit came back <laughs> won re-election and he's got a statue in dc
1: the um chris christie actually kind of puts this in perspective um, he was in law enforcement leaves i mean he's a you know attorney um and of course the governor of jersey, uh, governor of jersey he's presidential candidate I mean, he's only there to harass Donald Trump at this just a troll just just a troll but here's Chris Christie's reaction to Trump's former chief of staff being granted immunity he's in huge trouble though. Mark Meadows listen I did this for seven years as you guys know you do not give immunity complete immunity to the former White House chief of staff unless he's got information that is devastating and that you couldn't get any other way Donald Trump is in huge trouble and uh, our party needs to wake up to the fact that uh, he will not be the next president of the United States. He is much more likely to be in different federal housing uh, than the White House. No.
0: But here's the thing with Chris Christie. It doesn't matter who it is. Sir Sirhan, Sirhan could come out against Donald Trump, and Chris Christie would say, "Well, this guy's really got a flame throwing case. This is a guy you have to believe." Like it could be anybody. That's how much Chris Christie hates Donald Trump. I mean, look what's happening in New York. Michael Cohen, the fixer,
1: zero credibility.
0: Yeah. Zero um, credibility. But because he's testifying against Donald Trump, now all of a sudden we should believe every word he says, even though. He's been busted for perjury before, so it doesn't matter who it is. You could find Jared from Subway, the Night Stalker, um, anybody, Jason from Friday the Thirteenth. They could all testify against Donald Trump, and Chris Christie would say, "Wow, that's really good. This isn't. This is danger for Donald Trump." Trump also taking some shots
1: from fellow presidential candidate and Florida governor, Ron DeSantis. This is from DeSantis. He's either in Massachusetts or New Hampshire here. Um, He was, I mean, just talking about how he thinks Donald Trump has basically lost his fastball.
2: And what Donald Trump does now, he is wedded to the teleprompter. He can't get off that teleprompter. Any time he does, he says things like, don't vote. He's telling people not to vote. Like, we have all the votes we need. Really? Like, wait a minute. You lost the popular vote to Hillary Clinton in 2016. You don't have all the votes you need. Um, And so I think that it's just shown this is a different Donald Trump than 2015 and 16. Um, Lost the zip on his fastball, has a sense of entitlement, um, all this stuff. Doesn't think he has to go through and earn it like other candidates. And that's just not going to fly in Iowa and New Hampshire.
0: Man, I like Ron DeSantis, and I've said this from day one. I don't think he's charismatic enough to win because the presidential election has turned into American Idol, but I think he would be the best at governing. Once you get Ron DeSantis behind a desk and just let him do his thing, I think he would be the best candidate. But I just don't like talking about the popular vote. Stop it. Now you start to sound like some of these folks on the left or the guy that was almost the Speaker of the House from the Republicans.
1: Now, now, now DeSantis would say that he's a candidate. He is the candidate that can win a general
2: election. We need a candidate that can win the general election. Uh, There's too many people that just are not going to vote for Trump at this point. But you have another wrinkle now with RFK Jr. as a third party. RFK Jr. will be a vessel for anti-lockdown and anti-Fauci voters if Trump is the nominee. If I'm the nominee, they all go to me because I stood up against Fauci. I'm going to clean out CDC and all those. It's a big part of my platform. With Trump, though, he he created Fauci. He elevated Fauci. He never fired him. He said that he did everything right during COVID. Claims he saved 100 million lives, you know, with the MNRA vaccine and all this stuff. And I think those voters who are understandably still very frustrated with how this federal government handled COVID and the lies that were told and, the, and all the mistakes that were made with no accountability, they're going to want a vessel for that. And I think they may default uh, to Kenny. So I think he will hurt Trump way more than he would hurt any other candidates. And that makes it even a tougher uphill battle. It's
1: something we've been saying for a while now since RFK Jr. decided to go uh, independent. Right. It's going to siphon votes off of Trump. And that works in DeSantis's favor.
0: Yeah, but can DeSantis have the voter turnout that Donald Trump would get? Because I think there's a lot of die hard Donald Trump voters that will only vote for him and not anybody else.
1: It's funny to hear DeSantis say what he says about Trump and Fauci and how he elevated Fauci and how he was all for Um, You know, vaccines and how he saved 100 million people. This is these are all things that you and I were saying before DeSantis even declared. Right. That's going to be how he gets at Trump, because Fauci is universally hated uh, with Republicans and most conservatives. And Trump is the guy that hired him and elevated him and didn't fire him.
0: If either one of those two became the president, I would probably be just fine with it. I liked most of the things that I got out of a Donald Trump presidency. It wasn't everything. Obviously, COVID was a train wreck. Not firing Fauci was a mistake. There was some big spending. But I loved what Donald Trump did with the economy. I loved what he was doing at the border. I loved the way that his foreign policy kept the United States out of wars. Imagine that. And with Ron DeSantis, the way that he's governed the state of Florida, I think I would be just fine if he were calling the shots, too. Those are the only two that I think have a puncher's chance against anybody the left puts up, including Joe Biden. As much of a train wreck as Joe Biden is, I still think a lot of voters would go out and vote for him against whoever else is in the back of the pack for the Republicans.